at this point, it is definitely draft season. And we wanted to hook you up with some final rankings, at least as final as they can be at this point. Mm -hmm. We're starting off with the quarterback position. Our rankings. That's right. Top 10. Let's get straight to it. Welcome to the Fantasyland Football Podcast. All righty. Mi gente. It's a Tuesday. Talk That's Tuesday, right, people. Actually. It's Tuesday and August 17th, which means we are even closer to football. It feels like Christmas every day I wake up mm-hmm. and just football content is forced into my face and I love it. <laughs> uh, I'll right. take it every day. Yeah, I absolutely love it. I cannot wait. The countdown is real. Mock, not, not mock draft season. It's actually draft season. It's here. Yeah. It's happening. Mm-hmm. If you haven't yeah. done your draft, it's okay. I'm pretty sure you have a schedule. And if you do do not have a place to draft, we do have three or options. Or a league. Yeah. Or a league to be a part of. Or a league to be a part of, which is a great segue to us. Uh, Patreon.com slash FantasylandFam. We have three options. Redraft, Dynasty, and Best of Both Worlds. If you would like to play fantasy football with myself and my co-host, Zach Savage, and the great fantasy community that we have built up so far, um, please, patreon.com slash fantasyland fam. Not only do you play fantasy, but you unlock exclusive, yeah. exclusive stuff like the fantasy hotline, our rankings, giveaways, everything and more that is there. Check it out once again, patreon.com slash fantasyland fam. That's right, people. Limited spots left. Mm-hmm. And uh, we actually did a mock draft on YouTube. We'll have a couple more this week if mm-hmm. you are still mocking, because we are as well. We're mocking and we're drafting. Yeah. YouTube.com slash fantasyland football. You can also find us on twitch.tv slash fantasyland football. Nice little Twitch community growing over there. Yeah. Uh, we are small, but we are strong. Like Horton, right, here's baby. a who. Horton, mm-hmm. here's a who. We are here. We are here. We are here. I have no idea what that is. What? You never seen Horton, here's a who? No. What? And then they're like, the whole town is on that little flower. Well, it's not a flower, but. You've never seen that. Sounds like a Smurfs. They live like in mushrooms and stuff. Not Smurfs. Oh my God. This guy doesn't know Horton. Here's a who. I'll get over it. I'll get over it. All right. Let's get to some news. What is going on here? All right. Very good news. Justin Jefferson Mm -hmm. is back at practice on a limited basis with that shoulder injury, but that has got to be encouraging for anyone who owns Justin Jefferson. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is exactly what you want to see, you know, an injury that's not going to keep him out a significant amount of time, especially getting these reps towards the end of preseason, towards the season. Um, it looks like he's on the right uh, trajectory of starting week one, which I don't think anyone, anyone else, any of us doubted. Yeah, agreed. Elijah Moore also had an injury. It's a quad. Unfortunately, that has that is still going to hold him out for the entirety of this week. It looks mm-hmm. like is that correct? This entire yeah. week. So apparently, according to Beat Riders, they said that he's not going to practice this week. It doesn't look like he's going to play in the second preseason game. That but sucks. apparently, he did um, avoid a major injury, which is good. So I'd rather him not not play all preseason to be ready for the season. If that's what Matt Rule wants to do. If that's what Elijah Elijah Moore wants to do, and the training staff there, I'd rather have that because I have a lot of, yeah, lot a lot of hope in the man. Well, Elijah I Moore. don't think Matt Rule really cares, but uh, I assume Robert Matt, Sala probably Robert is Sala. curious. Why did I say Matt Rule? That's so random. <laughs> Matt Ja Rule. Uh, no, I, I get it. I just wanted to see him. I want to see him out there. I want to yeah, see all these rookies same. and see what they got. We love Elijah Moore, so it'll be interesting. Anthony Miller had a pretty bad injury. In that first preseason game, yeah, with his shoulder. However, there is no structural damage. So, if anyone out there has Anthony Miller for whatever reason, drop him. But he is healthy. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> hey, I um, was just Anthony two Miller's different parts. Great guy, but yeah, you do not guy. need him on your fantasy team. Great guy, great guy. Drop him. Um, Broncos quarterback situation. Vic Fangio was asked if he will name a starting quarterback after this week and he said it's a real possibility so we might have some of the answers to the questions that we've had for a while regarding that quarterback situation which is exciting to know Uh, i wonder why that is the case because 
you know, does he feel pressured that maybe one of these guys has to be named a starting quarterback so that they have the confidence going into the season? And I think there should be pressure on him to name a starting quarterback, personally. Like, you want to know who's leading you into the season. Right. You know what I mean? There, there's got to be that. Who's the guy? Who's the guy, coach? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, as a player, quarterback is the biggest position, right? Yeah. You're on the defense. It doesn't matter. You're you're a receiver. You're offensive. Like, coach, who's the guy? Whoever it is, we're going to rock with him, okay? Mm-hmm. But we need to know who it is so we know who's going to lead us into battle, you know? Yeah, That's how no, I see it. No, it definitely makes sense. I'm really interested to see who's going to be. I mean, who, you have your money on, on Drew, hey? I think it's going to be Drew Locke. I don't want it to be, but I think it will be. Okay. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be Drew as well. I see Teddy coming in towards the middle, middle of the season or even early in the season. This schedule is really hard. Um, so we'll definitely see what happens, but just get Teddy onto the field as soon as possible so Jerry mm-hmm. and everyone can just get some love. Don't be scared. All right. We are super, super excited to bring you our final quarterback rankings. We're giving you all of our final rankings this week. Mm-hmm. Quarterback, then running back next, tomorrow, and then wide receiver the day after. Four podcasts this week. Now, to be clear, we're not going to give you our entire rankings because we have like hundreds of players at each position uh, in our rankings. Now, if you would like to unlock our rankings in full, all you have to do is support us on Patreon. Every tier over there on Patreon unlocks our rankings to redraft, dynasty, rookies, patreon.com slash fantasylandfam to unlock those. Now we're talking about our redraft rankings today. Yeah. It's redraft season, baby. Final quarterback rankings, okay? Now, these could obviously change, and they will be updated on Patreon if they do change, but we wanted to give you a good basis going into drafts yeah. so you feel prepared, right? Yeah. yeah, you know, a lot of people do their drafts a little bit early, whether it's dynasty redrafts. Um, obviously, this is free draft base. So what we want to do is give you our consensus rankings of our top 10 quarterbacks right here, right now. So you have an understanding of where our head is, what we thinking of each each and every one of these players, just so you feel comfortable going into yep. your drafts. Exactly. So we will basically go from consensus. OK, so one to 10. Badaki and I have many, many differences here, mm-hmm. but we will go off consensus and then tell you where we each have each player ranked mm-hmm. number one on the board no surprise it is patrick mahomes yeah. okay last year he was the quarterback four. he did miss one game put up 38 touchdowns 4700 plus passing yards what stood out to me a little bit though was the rushing yards it's not a lot but it was 300 plus rushing yards that was slightly I guess surprised me. I didn't expect him to have (laughs) that many rushing yards, you know? Yeah. You know, looking back at this, it it was very interesting that he had that many rushing. How many yards did he have the year before? I think that's a bigger question. Um, But yeah, yeah, 308 rushing yards is a good amount um, to kind of, you know, help you. Because you don't really consider him to be like a dual threat guy. You, I almost view him as like an improviser, you know, kind of like a Russell Wilson, like, He's got legs to move, but he doesn't really rely on those. Mm. So 300 was was very, very interesting to me. Still, he also had two rushing touchdowns. I mean, look, what can we say? This is Patrick Mahomes. He's in the best offense in the league, in our opinion. One of the best. Mm. Offensive line gets significantly better, right? You lost yeah. Sammy Watkins, but mm-hmm. hopefully there's enough talent there to fill that wide receiver two role that Sammy left. It's the best offense in the NFL. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Like you said, all these things kind of are helping him project him going to finish as QB1. Honestly, mm-hmm. taking him as the QB1. Clyde, that was hilarious. This offensive line, they invest a lot of money in the offseason in this offensive yeah. line. We saw a glimpse of that in the first preseason game. Um, with Patrick Mahomes in the center, you know, like you said, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, who yeah. is a wide receiver too. There's just a lot of lot of good hopes here for this for this team. And yeah. you expect them to go to the Super Bowl this year. I want them to. I want it to be a rematch. Mm-hmm. Chiefs Bucks. I think that would be beautiful. But you know, one thing we do have to get out of the way before we go on to these final nine is guys, there's a very realistic possibility that Patrick Mahomes doesn't finish as a quarterback one. He yeah. didn't do it last year. He was drafted as a number one over quarter, number one overall quarterback, but so many things can happen, right? I mean, 
you can miss time or the offense might not look exactly as you think it would have looked or this you know team might struggle in a certain area. But we do consensus have Patrick Mahomes as our quarterback one. If we're taking, if there's a quarterback on the board and it's Patrick Mahomes, we're taking him. We're taking okay? him. Okay. Now the issue is we're probably not going to have many Patrick Mahomes shares in our leagues. And that's no. because of his ADP. Mm-hmm. We do not want to spend a second round pick on a quarterback. And unfortunately, in, in your one quarterback leagues, Patrick Mahomes is going in the second round. It's just not, uh, we just can't justify taking him that early, right? I mean, just, yeah. it, there's I mean, too many other positions I want. Yeah, 100%. I mean, according to, you know, consensus in the fantasy community, he's going in the second round. For us, we're a little bit more comfortable taking him, at, le- at least me. For, for me, in my perspective, I'm happy to take him, you know, mid-third, end of the third. I know Zach will rather not take him at yeah, all in no. the third round. Um, but, yeah, this is uh, a guy that, unfortunately, I won't be having a lot of stock of um, in a I think the issue league. is that, like, this year more than most, Patrick Mahomes is going, like, rounds before the other guys who are still elite. Mm-hmm. And that's why I just I just won't have much talk of him in redraft leagues. Yeah, I mean, let's go on to our. Oh, sorry. No, I, I just see a tier that it doesn't necessarily that the, these top three guys are kind of like on the same tier, but the yeah. way they're getting drafted is it's really different. skewed. Yeah, yeah. All right, our consensus quarterback two is Joshua Allen. All mm. right, he was the quarterback one in 2020, 37 touchdowns. Uh, through the air, 4,500 pass yards, 420 rushing yards, and eight rushing touchdowns. Oh, boy. Absolutely balled out last year. He is my quarterback three. Badaki, he's your quarterback two. Mm-hmm. Why are you uh, more excited about him than me? I mean, look, I think I think it's this offense. You know, it's a pass-happy offense. I mean, the connection with Stephon Diggs there is pretty special. Um yeah. Yes, they don't improve in the run game, but I do believe that they believe in Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. We saw a little well, glimpse. That, that could even help Josh Allen's case that they don't improve in the run game. Yeah, it could. Um, but in my opinion, I think that actually helps him kind of project. If they can get a good run game, he could potentially see and more more of an opportunity to not run and throw the ball, which maybe hurts him as a quarterback well maybe you know there's there's two sides to that coin yeah okay well he gets more opportunity the other side is well the offense is more efficient so mm-hmm. I, yeah there's two sides to the coin for sure but yeah i mean i agree he especially is my quarterback three i definitely uh am excited about josh allen this year yeah i think what's important is there's still that goal line touchdown upside for this guy i mean if it's ever first and goal on the five yard line oh it's josh it feels like it's 80 mm-hmm. percent of the time josh allen's gonna try and run it in yeah. for a touchdown if he doesn't throw it. So, I mean, look, it's a no-brainer if Josh Allen... And this is why we say don't draft Patrick Mahomes to everyone. Not because we don't like him. He's our quarterback one. But there's a clear difference of where Josh Allen and Kyler Murray, these guys are going compared to Patrick Mahomes. I've seen Josh Allen fall to the fifth, you know, late fourth, early mm-hmm. fifth round. I mean, yeah. if that's the case, you could have gotten two running backs a wide receiver tight end or two wide receivers yeah, and then gotten Josh Allen. I mean, I feel like taking Patrick Mahomes limits you in your team construction, but maybe these other guys that are in the same tier might be a better, better pickup. Yeah. I think Josh Allen is someone that I think is probably the first quarterback I'm targeting in, in the redraft leagues um, or redraft drafts in general, mm-hmm. you know, yes, Patrick Mahomes, if he, there's always somebody that's going to take Patrick Mahomes so early. Yeah. Okay, Josh Allen is always going to fall. And then once you take Josh Allen, you see the trend of quarterbacks go right after that. Yeah. So I think it's who, who's going to pull the trigger what, first. Though? Josh Allen could could be in that category of drafted too early as well. Yeah, this year because he finished QB1. It's possible. Yeah, 100%. But we love him. He's our consensus quarterback too. I mean, you cannot go wrong with with a lot of these guys that we're talking about right now, these first four or five quarterbacks. Consensus quarterback three. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. And this is this has been an argument. Yeah. Uh or a disagreement, maybe rather. Yeah. And it's it's Kyler Murray. Okay. Mm-hmm. Last year finishes as the quarterback two. 26 touchdowns through the air, just under four thousand pass yards, eight hundred plus rushing yards, and Crazy. eleven rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say to say Kyler Murray absolutely balled out last year. He's my quarterback two. 
He's oh Badaki's quarterback five. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is a disagreement we've had for a while. Yeah. We we have not seen eye to eye. No. And Look, I think what was the main reason as to why you don't have Kyler Murray in the same sort of tier as me? So before I actually tell you the reason why I don't have him in the same tier, let me just preference this by just saying everything that I'm that you said is completely right. You know, mm-hmm. he is a monster on the ground. He has an amazing arm. He has an amazing talent. Rondo Moore, he got an addition. AJ Green. Um, well, I haven't even talked about that yet. Yeah, but I yeah, mean, I mean you're, you're DeAndre Hopkins. It's not necessarily if I don't believe in Kyler Murray. I would actually rather have other guys over Kyler Murray currently going into this year. So it's just more of a feeling. I know that's probably not what people want to hear. And it's probably you probably want a little bit more of an understanding. But I'm actually just more comfortable taking a Lamar Jackson, a Josh Allen, um, a Dak Prescott over Kyler Murray um, yeah. coming into this year. Okay. Uh, I mean, look, when I think about Kyler Murray... There's just money signs everywhere. This is a guy who finished as a quarterback too last year. Right. And he adds Rondell Moore, AJ Green. They didn't really lose anyone from that offensive receiving core. Mm. They added the special talent of Rondell Moore and the corpse of AJ Green. Maybe he's still got something in there. There's now, a lot of talks of him. Losing Kenyon Drake. Right. This might seem like a big deal to you. I see it as, man, this makes Kyler Murray even more of a goal line option. I mean, Chase Edmonds is the presumed RB1. And then James Conner is, you know, apparently going to get some work in there as well. Yeah. But even when Kenyon Drake was in that backfield, Kyler Murray was the guy doing a lot of those RPOs and just taking it in for, you know, this dude's running past everyone and getting into the touch, uh, getting into the touchdown, (laughs) into the end zone. (laughs) Uh, Personally, I mean, I love Kyler Murray this year. He's my quarterback too. Um, you know, this air raid offense, I feel like they're going to be passing the ball a ton as they should. They have the quarterback for it. They have the weapons for it. Uh, and you know, the great thing about Kyler Murray, Hmm. sometimes you have to worry with dual threat quarterbacks about injury. Yeah. But because Kyler Murray was a former baseball player, he actually knows exactly when to slide. That's annoying. He just doesn't get hurt. Mm -mm, He doesn't get hurt. I mean, I think the giant, we played him last year, the giants, Every single time, inches. Mm-hmm. I just I wanted somebody to pop him. He just slides. It's fair, fair play. It's two hundred IQ from the guy. Um, but you know, you know how like when you watch a team play somebody, yeah. like, Oh, just 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 hit him, please. Yeah, once. Well, normally I care about the health of players. Oh I yeah, watch, same. But. I want I want them to oh, hit yeah. him and then hit him For to sure. get back up. But be like, all right, don't do that again, bro. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, Kyler Murray is a great option, and again. Yeah. Like we said, Patrick Mahomes is a guy going in the second round. Kyler Murray's slipping into fourth, fifth, sometimes sixth, mm-hmm. not often, but he's slipping into the fourth, fifth rounds. Again, if you can start your team, two running backs, one wide receiver and a tight end, and then Kyler Murray, it feels like you're setting yourself up for a massive success. So I will yeah. have him probably in a lot of leagues if it pans out that way for me. Yeah, I, th- I think for me, I-, I would too. I think a lot of people are going to be take well, Maybe it depends on if someone doesn't believe in Kyler Murray like I do, and he some mm. you know they take Lamar, Dak, and all these other guys ahead of him. Um, but yeah, you know this is, Kyler Murray is a guy that I, I like to target, um, and I am comfortable taking him as my QB five um, yeah. after all those guys. All right, consensus quarterback four. Oh man, Lamar Jackson, the fall from grace. Last year, this bank. guy was uh, <laughs> this guy was quarterback one or two, probably going in the first round of, of almost every draft. Mm-hmm. He finishes as a quarterback 10. He did miss one week due to COVID. And to be fair, in the playoffs, this guy was a monster, mm-hmm. a guy that you wanted on your fantasy team. Had a pretty good year still, 26 touchdowns, 2,700 plus yards through the air, and then 1,000 more on the ground with seven touchdowns. Is Lamar Jackson back? Can we can we count on <laughs> Lamar Jackson this year? Are we seeing playoff Lamar Jackson last year? Yeah. Or are we yeah. seeing, you know, first couple weeks Lamar Jackson? You know, I, I, I see playoff Lamar. I see Lamar Jackson coming from the locker room uh, against the Browns and leading his team <laughs> to a victory. That's what I see in Lamar Jackson. He's my QB3 currently. Uh, he does get great, great weapons. Uh, well, just really a weapon in Rashad Bateman, really. Depending on how you view Watkins, yeah. Yeah. Um, but 
I think this should be a, a good addition. Obviously, there's a lot of talks of this offense um, opening up the playbook uh, in the passing game. So mm-hmm. I think that's actually going to help Lamar Jackson, especially getting Rashad Bateman as a first-round pick, Hollywood Brown, um, you know, Mark Andrews, all these guys, you know, to kind of help him. Yeah, you hopefully know. Bateman's injury doesn't hold him out too long. I know he had yeah. to have that groin surgery. Yeah. But I agree. I mean, Bateman, went, hopefully he's back around week one to three. I don't know when it's going to be, but hopefully he unlocks something special within Lamar Jackson's <laughs> I think game. So as and well. I think I we're, so. we're projecting that to happen in our rankings. Yeah. He's my quarterback for your three. Yeah. I mean, the, the thought process that Rashad Bateman, once again, this is really high expectations, but he's the, the XY receiver. You see him as an Allen Robinson, a Keenan Allen, a guy that like you have to focus your offense yeah. and de- uh, your defense on, which really helps Lamar Jackson improves, which helps um, a Mark Andrews, which helps a Hollywood Brown really help yeah. Lamar Jackson to throw a little bit more than 2,700 yards. Uh, this which it's year. also great because now guys like Hollywood Brown can fill the roles that they were actually made for. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Brown was never meant to be this number one wide receiver, no disrespect. Now he gets to fill the role he should have filled in the first place. And defenses need to stay honest because of the weapons that they have. I mean, the addition of Bateman, if healthy, this good, like Lamar Jackson, 2,700 pass yards last year. We could see him hit around the 3,300 passing yards and and the rushing upside is still there. He will still probably get around 1,000 rushing yards. So this is a game-changing player, a guy that you want on your fantasy team. Yeah, even could, even better. By the way, his ADP. Yeah, his ADP. He's being it, it, massively underdrafted now. After going yeah. in the first round, people obviously are are salty from what happened last year. I just did a re uh, a redraft mock with our community on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I got him in the sixth round. Yeah, it's great. I it's couldn't crazy believe value. it. It's crazy value getting Lamar Jackson, a dual threat quarterback that can throw the ball and rush in the air, or run on the ground. I mean, I mean he he's a, he's a league winning quarterback. Yeah, definitely. And this is why, again, we say, you know, it's funny. We're like trashing on Patrick Mahomes. We love Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> it is funny. But the reality is, is where is the value? And a guy like Lamar Jackson, his current ADP feels very, very, very comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what he does this year. Quarterback five consensus for us is Dak oh, Prescott. Mm-hmm. Obviously, last year he was injured, right? Yeah. That ankle injury. Hard Knocks made sure that we could never, ever, ever forget that moment. Two they played it over and over. Yeah, we had no idea that there was two surgeries. Yeah, that's interesting. Hard Spoiler knocks. alert if you if you haven't watched Hard Knocks, but it's not that big of a deal. But he did have two surgeries. He kept on. They kept it on the down low. But um, yeah, absolutely. Dak Prescott, crazy, crazy talent. Oh yeah, weeks one to four last year, he was the quarterback one. Okay. So if you want to know what his upside is, we've already seen he can be the best quarterback in fantasy when mm-hmm. healthy. Okay. I have him as my quarterback five. Badaki has him as his quarterback four. Yeah. Does the ankle worry you at all? Or are you full steam ahead, Dak Prescott? I'm full steam ahead, Dak Prescott. What what worries me is his mental ability to get past that. I'm okay, okay. with the ankle. I think he's comfortable with the ankle. It's just the mental aspect of it. I think just like any other, any injury, you know, it's the mental hurdle. Can he get past that? But I think Dak Prescott does come back. I think Dak Prescott, what the the Dak Prescott we saw last year, weeks one to four, I believe we're going to be seeing him um, maybe not early in the season, but towards the end of the season, he's going to have a great push. He has an amazing supporting cast, Zeke, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup. Uh, I mean, why wouldn't I want to take this guy with everyone yeah. around him? This offensive yeah. line is, is is coming back healthy. Um, Zach Martin and I forgot the other guy's name <laughs> off the Lyle top of Collins. my head. Yeah, like these guys are going to be coming back, and that's a huge part of this offense is that offensive Massive. line. Yeah, you could see a clear difference in this offense when Dak was gone compared to when he was there. And mm-hmm. you obviously, you know, we are also expecting guys like, C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup to take the next step, you know, in in their progression as players. Mm. And I guess the question is, is Zeke still that guy? We believe he is. That's why we have put Dak as our quarterback five and four, respectively. 
the goal line upside is still there, people. Yeah. I mean, as much as we say for Josh Allen, the goal line upside is there. In four games, Dak Prescott scored three rushing touchdowns. So you can do the math. If you scale that out on a 16-game basis, we could have seen double-digit rushing touchdowns for Dak last year. Expect him to be back. Expect him to be healthy. Here's the thing. If you're worried about his style of play, Dak will not be a successful quarterback if his style of play has to change because of this injury. Yeah. So in a redraft league, I'm less worried to draft him because I believe he knows in order for him to be successful, he needs to play the way that he has always played. He mm. can't hold back. He can't be a different quarterback. And again, this is a guy who is falling to the fifth, sixth round sometimes in redraft leagues. And again, to set yourself up, this is why we're saying, would you rather have Patrick Mahomes in the second or a Lamar or a Dak, you know, in the fourth, fifth, sixth rounds, um, oftentimes your team looks better if you wait and still get one of these top tier guys like a Dak Prescott. Yeah. He's he's absolutely someone I'm comfortable with having in the in the fifth, sixth round. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, you can get a massive, great steal with this guy. Um, man, it's so hard. But once again, we're not, you know, bashing Patrick Mahomes. He's a great quarterback. He's our QB one. We're just yeah. not taking him at this ADP. Yeah. No, we can't. All right. Number six, baby. Number six. MVP. Six side. Aaron Rodgers. I can't believe we're here. Because just a few weeks ago, we weren't even sure if Aaron Rodgers was going to play. No. And wow, how the tables, the turntables have turned. If you know the office, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, quarterback three last year, MVP season, 48 touchdowns uh, and 51 total touchdowns. You know that Aaron Rodgers absolutely balled out. He was almost on like that revenge season. He's like, oh, you're going to pick you're going to pick a quarterback. That's hilarious. Watch this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, sheesh, Aaron Rodgers coming out, going as far as he can, losing and then having all this drama in the offseason. Yeah. I mean, the man, he he just wants to be part of the conversation. He just wants to be equally part of the organization. Is that too much to ask for? It's Is that too much? Hey, by the way, a little side segue. Jordan Love didn't look bad. Oh, no, no, he didn't. Hey, he didn't look bad. He, he was a little bit rough sometimes, but he overall... For the first time, for us seeing him in, in the NFL field against NFL mm-hmm. players, he looked decent. He looked nice, bro. And then well, when he got I, off I the field, Aaron nice. Rodgers came, sat next to him, spoke to him, giving him like, "All right, look, look this is what you're gonna do. This is what I do." Now this is you know what, what I think. Do. There's a change in Aaron's mindset, though. I think he's like, "Look, I'm done here after this year. So why not help this kid?" Yeah, like maybe. I know I'm not. Maybe. I'm not competing. I know I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna help you for next year at this point. Maybe, maybe, maybe my quarterback seven. Your quarterback six, I mean, what can we say? There's Devontae Adams. Aaron Jones is back. Robert Bobby Trees, or Tanyan, if you will. <laughs> and then he gets his guy in Randall Cobb. Yeah. Along with the additions of Amari Rodgers, who could play a big role in this offense potentially if, mm-hmm. if uh, the talent is there, as well as obviously MVS and Mark, or sorry, Alan Lazard. There's a lot of pieces that, people might take a chance on because of Aaron Rodgers this year and maybe for good reason. Yeah, I think I think he needs to. I think a lot of people, I'm taking a chance on him. QB6, when I found out he's coming back, I was like, oh my gosh, I need let me go to my rankings. Let me put him back to where he, he deserves to be. Finish QB3. Yeah. Um, he's my QB6. All these guys um, getting Aaron Rodgers back is extremely valuable. I think he can win, your, win you leagues without a doubt. Um, I love this guy. He did lose Corey Lindsay uh, as his center, but there was a lot of praise from, um, you know, beat beat riders and the Packers organization saying that this rookie center did decent. But um, I don't look, know. I, yeah, I mean, that's one of those reports. I'm like, okay, like let, let's wait till the regular season and see how right because he's going to get pissed. He's going to get pissed if this guy is choking in a prime time moment. I think that could be a big storyline this year. Was losing Corey Lindsley a bigger deal than anyone is realizing? Mm. But I mean, look, this is probably the last dance, which it means is. he's going to want to. He's pretty much 
I mean, not as you know what he doesn't act. I was gonna say he's auditioning for every other team. He doesn't need to do anything. No way. No. No way. Oh man. But you know the story is like with some of these guys like Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, and it almost feels like we could be undervaluing them. You know what I mean? Like there's there's a possibility Aaron Rodgers finishes as a, as a top three quarterback again. That is not without, you know, that is absolutely within the realm of possibilities. So it feels like we could be undervaluing him, but again, we can't put him above some of these other guys. How do you feel about his current ADP? I don't mind his current ADP. This is the guy that I'm taking. I, I don't mind taking him in the fifth, sixth round. Um, obviously, a couple other guys are going. I mean, Dak Prescott is going an, around earlier. If I'm getting Dak Prescott, who's my QB4, and one round later, Aaron Rodgers, who's my QB6, I'm okay with that. You know, yeah. like... Really, there's not that much difference in, in the in the two, at least in my perspective. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, MVP, Dak Prescott coming off the injury. I think Aaron Rodgers is, is revenge season for this guy. The so possibilities, I, maybe, is what, you know, the possibilities for both of them are relatively similar. Yeah, absolutely. And so I, I don't think there's a wrong answer with any of these guys, but Aaron Rodgers mm. is just the revenge is going to be there. He got, he got his crew back, and he's like, you know what? We're going to show off, boys. <laughs> Go crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. Number seven is Tom Brady. TB12. Okay. TB12. Last year, he was the quarterback eight. Let that sink in for a second. A lot of you guys didn't realize that. He was the quarterback eight last year. Jeez. 40 touchdowns, 4,600 passing yards. And he actually had three rushing touchdowns as well, funnily enough, on like three attempts. <laughs> Look, my, my quarterback six... But Aki, mm-hmm. you're quarterback nine. Mm-hmm. So I will obviously be the one telling people why they should draft him. Look, offensive line is one of the best in the league, top 10. This is the best weapons Tom Brady has ever played with. Okay. I know he had Randy Moss at one point, I know he had Gronk at one point. But in my opinion, he has never had this set of weapons in his entire career. Let me know if I'm wrong. Mike Evans. Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Gronkowski, Ronald Jones, Fournette, OJ Howard, Scotty Miller, and don't sleep on Jalen Darden. Mm-hmm. 5'9 guy out of North Texas. He is very talented, very twitchy. Look, there's depth everywhere. There is depth everywhere. And personally, if uh, you know, when I look at how this team finished last year, I see that continuing this year. Yeah. Last year in the playoffs, Tom Brady was like the third most valuable quarterback in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm talking about fantasy playoffs fantasy, specifically. Yeah. yeah. So I, I feel like they finally hit their groove. Obviously, they fit, they hit their groove. They won the freaking Super Bowl. But <laughs> this year coming in, there has to be you know higher expectations. But also, there's more comfort because everyone knows the role that they play. Everyone knows the potential of this team. Yeah. Everyone knows Tom Brady is not past his prime. You know, he's still... He's still the GOAT. And uh, for me, there's just too many weapons. He's one of the smartest quarterbacks to ever play this game. I'm taking him as my quarterback six. And I absolutely love, love, love where he's going in redraft leagues. Eighth round, I can get him. I can get this guy in the eighth round, guys. I already have three running backs, three wide receivers, maybe a tight end. Mm -hmm. Uh, Personally, he is the one quarterback I would love to leave every draft with. That's yeah. how high I am on him. I think I think of Tom Brady, and uh, I see this guy's ADP just rising, getting close to the season, rising, rising, rising. Where I don't think he's going to be. That going does scare the, me. I don't think he's going to be going into the eighth round. I, I see yeah. him going, you know, four. Oh come on, that's I, too high. No, I I genuinely do believe that four or five. I see him going around where Dak. Um, Who's other guys we talked about? Lamar, <laughs> Dak, Lamar, Aaron Rodgers, kind of those guys going above those guys, um, or in the same vicinity. And yeah. people, people's like, bro, it's Tom Brady. Come on, man, he's a goat. This guy done mm-hmm. it seven, eight times already. I mean, I'm taking, I'm taking Tom Brady. So I'm scared about the on uh, the ADP rising, but everything that you're saying, I do agree. I would just rather have the upside in in, in the rushing yards and everything with all those other yeah. guys. Well. Um, Aaron Rodgers is my quarterback seven, right? So I would actually rather have Tom Brady than Aaron Rodgers, but I get how there is, you know, conversations for both of these guys. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a wrong answer, but as of right now, 
because you are maybe drafting right now, you know, in the next week or or whatever it may be. I think Tom Brady is one of the best values in drafts. Right. Period. Yeah. Like in drafts, I think he's one of the best values. Even if you have to grab him in the seventh round, I think you will be thinking yourself when you go win that championship. Interesting. I don't want to give any spoilers away for, (laughs) you know, our ride or die players, but. I mean, that's coming, I think, next week. So stay tuned for Ride or Die. <laughs> All right. We have three more quarterbacks to finish off this top 10 list. Number eight is Justin Herbert. The gunslinger. Last year, he was quarterback nine. He did miss one game. And then the doctors are like, hey, we should probably puncture Tyrod Taylor's lung. Yeah. That's so exa- we can get Justin Herbert in there. And <laughs> it's kind of like, hey, you know what has to be done. You know, that was Anthony Lynn was like, you guys know what has to be done. Do Mm -hmm. it and do it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Anyway, great, great rookie season. One of the best rookie seasons we have seen from a quarterback broke Baker Mayfield's touchdown record, 31 touchdowns, 4,300 pass yards. Mm -hmm. And he actually had five rushing touchdowns, which is interesting. I think a lot of people might be underlooking that. I was in, I was in. Remember that one? (laughs) Yes, I do remember that. <laughs> My quarterback eight, your quarterback seven. This is a special kid. Special kid. Yeah. I mean, this kid is extremely talented. He was my first pick in my dynasty league. Uh, I have a lot of stock in, in Justin Herbert, and I, I hope to get a lot of stock in my redraft leagues of Justin Herbert. Um, he gets Austin Eckler back. Uh, probably the most improved offensive line in the league with Rashad Slater. And Definitely. Corey Lindsay coming in, PFF's highest graded center. That was the biggest, biggest addition probably in the offseason for that team. Plus yeah. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Josh Palmer, Jared Cook. There's a lot of talent on this ball and both sides of the ball. Let's not let's not get that yeah. wrong. Uh, this is a great team. This is a playoff, in my opinion, a playoff team. If you listen to our AFC uh, West, if I'm not mistaken, uh, yes. podcast that we just did yesterday, I have them going 14 and 3, 14 and 4 area. So, or <laughs> crazy. 13 and 4. So, yeah, Zach thinks that's crazy. I th- I believe in Justin Herbert. Okay. I think what we could be talking about next year is Justin Herbert in the elite category. Wow. You know, he he could be like one of those top 4 guys. There you know what the, the there's like a a very wide range of outcomes for Justin Herbert in my opinion. You know, like he could finish quarterback one, two, three, but he also could finish as like a quarterback 12, just kind of a guy who was good, but you know, he didn't really live up to those expectations. I think there's a lot of possibilities and a lot of volatility in what we could see from Justin Herbert this year. However, his ADP is fifth, sixth round. So if you're looking to get a guy like sometimes he falls to the seventh, but typically it's fifth to sixth. If you're looking to get Justin Herbert, then you better believe in him because he he is within that tier of like the, you know, he's going ahead of Brady. He yep. is in that tier of like the Rodgers, Prescotts, the Lamar Jacksons. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, that's that's why I have him. I have Justin Herbert one spot above um, Tom Brady in my rankings or two spots, sorry, ahead of my rankings. So yeah, I, I see Justin Herbert extremely valuable this year. If Austin Eckler stays healthy, who knows? Who knows knows what could happen? I mean, if you can dump the ball off to a guy like Austin Eckler when you're not throwing it down the field. You're chilling. You're chilling. You're actually actually just (laughs) laying back. Could be a a great value this year. Who knows? (laughs) All right. Our number nine quarterback. And this is someone, this happens almost every year. It's almost like Russell Wilson is the Marvin Jones of quarterbacks. A really, really talented guy that everyone forgets about almost every year. And I mean, I say that and we have him ranked as our quarterback nine this year. Yeah. He was a quarterback six last year, 40 touchdowns through the air. He had over 500 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns. My quarterback nine, your quarterback eight. Are we undervaluing Russell Wilson again this year? You know, I I think so. And, Coming into this year, I was thinking of what did the Seahawks do and did they get a better offensive line? That was a big question last year. Like this mm-hmm. offensive line is bad. This defense is bad. What did they do to invest in both sides of the ball? And yep. it didn't feel like they did much. You know, it, I, I, I can't I, be honest with you. I can't give you all the names of who they drafted. 
but it wasn't anyone big. Like they didn't get a top. Obviously, they didn't have a first round pick. They, uh, I think they got like, their first pick in the second round. But I think Russell Wilson needs a little bit more help still in the offensive line category. Um, mm. But I still do believe in Russ. You know, let the man cook. He does. He's gonna move with his legs. He's gonna hurt you with his legs. He's gonna hurt you with his arms. He has DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Joe Everett. Now's addition has a good um, tight end with Chris Carson. So it's decent. So yeah, it's really hard, really, really hard to kind of value him in my opinion. I know. I know. I, I think the thing is, is I like Russell Wilson, but I don't like where his ADP is compared to the other players going around him. You know, right. I would rather have Herbert. I would rather have Brady and Aaron Rodgers and Dak Prescott. Yeah. Now Russell Wilson could finish a- ahead of those guys. Yeah. But I would rather have them over Russell Wilson because it's not as if his ADP is, you know, a great value. He's still going fifth, sixth round. So it's not like this is a guy going in the eighth, ninth round and it's just such a crazy value for you to mm. grab him. So he is probably one of those guys who's just kind of stuck in the abyss for us yeah. of just uncertainty. And it's always that, that's always the case. You know, like you see him go off the first two weeks of the season. It's like, Shit, I should have got I should have got Russ. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's like, oh yeah. damn. That he, he goes off. Yeah. And then he's like, Oh, okay. GG's. Well, it was interesting what happened last year when he kind of took over the games. They did become slightly one dimensional, mm-hmm. which ended up hurting them as a team. Yeah, which made and it. And there easier has for been defenses. this this tension between, you know, coaching staff and Russell Wilson between what their agendas are. So it, it, it is an interesting storyline to follow. Let me ask you this. Can Russell Wilson be on a team, a different team next year? Is that a true possibility in your head? No. No, he's not going to leave Seattle next year. Okay. He will He will see out this contract. Okay. But after that contract, I think he could potentially find a new team. Shout out to the Washington football team out there. Come on, make a move. You know he's from, yeah, he's, he's actually a Washington fan. Oh, really? He was born. Yeah, he's actually a Washington team fan. Oh, like raised with the Washington. Yeah, he's born and raised Washington fan. Wow, interesting. Okay. It's it's one of the places he wants to play. So who knows? I mean, I I wouldn't say no. (laughs) All right. The last guy we're going to talk about on this list, our number 10 consensus Mm -hmm. is Matthew Stafford. Wow. Okay. Last year, quarterback 16 over there in Detroit. Obviously, now he moves to L.A. Wow. What a move. Honestly. Imagine living in Detroit for that many years. And then one day, like, hey, agents, uh, hey, man, pack your bags. Hey, oh, agents. God. Oh, God. Where are we going? Actually, it doesn't matter. Anywhere's better than Detroit. Oh, we're going to L.A.? Oh, like a new brand new stadium, you're saying? Oh, my God. L.A.? L.A.? Like wow. sunny, always feels good L.A.? Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, get me the hell out of Detroit. Mm-hmm. My quarterback 10, your quarterback 11. Mm-hmm. I think this change of scenery is absolutely what Matthew Stafford needed for his career. Yeah. And imagine going from Detroit, right? Like just years and years of mediocrity and then hey, walking coaches. into the building and Gosh. shaking Sean McVay's hand. We're going to do something special together. You and I. We're going to do something special. I just picture Sean McVay just getting pumped in his office, like in Hard Knocks, that little Hard Knocks office. Oh, and yeah. Like shaking his hand and like, well, Matthew, wow. Thank you so much for coming here and joining me. We're, we're actually going to, like he curses, you know, we're yeah. fucking rip it. Yeah, let's go. Let's go win some games. I wish there was a camera on Sean McVay when he actually found out the trade was complete. Like they actually pulled off the trade. I wish we could have seen his reaction. Well, that would have, do you think that would have been like a fantasy trade? There's no way this team's going to accept this, but we're going to send yeah. it anyway. There's no, no way. There's literally no way. I know this will get denied. Like, yeah. I'm just going to send it for the lulls. Oh, did they actually hit accept? <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I mean, he, he gets Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby. He did have Cam Akers, but mm-hmm. there's still some running backs there that can, you know, help in the run game. Maybe we see Matthew Stafford actually unleashed. Maybe he reaches his full potential, that number one overall pick. Yeah. Finally, mm-hmm. he's finally released from Detroit. Maybe he's a dark horse MVP candidate this year. Yeah, I, I truly believe so. I think another thing that I kind of want to mention is that Matthew Stafford is, I mean, he should make a Super Bowl run. 
he should make a playoff run. This is an easy a pay, a playoff team now with Matthews. At least confirmed playoff team. It was confirmed playoff team with Jared Goff just because of defense, the weapons yeah. around him. But I mean, it's a good. It's a. I don't know. I don't know what 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 more to say. I mean, yeah. I, I like Matthew Stafford a lot. I think the weapons around him don't sleep on Cam Makers either. Yes, the the Achilles, um, kind of dynasty hurt, specifically. Yeah, dynasty specifically kind of hurt him. Um, and Matthew Stafford's, I guess, value overall. But um, if in a dynasty perspective, Cam Makers, I think, will come back and it will help Matthew Stafford next year. Stafford in in drafts, he's he's going in so many different places. He either gets overdrafted in like the seventh round, or you know he falls to like the twelfth, and you're looking at the board thinking, "How the hell is Matthew Stafford there?" It feels yeah, like a guy yeah. that if you are going to go late quarterback strategy, Stafford might be like the best tier of that late quarterback to to yeah. grab and still have a really good team around you. Stafford was my late round quarterback last year um and yeah. obviously that didn't work out kenny g there was a lot hurt. of hype around that 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 didn't work out but yeah, that didn't work for out. obvious reasons mm-hmm. so i think this year i think this is pretty it's, it's a lot safer that he can be a i guess top 10 quarterback he can finish as a as a top 10 quarterback um and where you're getting him in adp is ridiculous and, and it's a steal honestly it's a real steal you know this is kind of like random but as much as Aaron Rodgers deserves to be a part of the decision decision making process, I know they're completely two different players. But could you imagine if Aaron Rodgers and Matthew Stafford switched places for their careers? Like what would Aaron Rodgers have looked like in Detroit? I know the talent is generational, but for for Rodgers, right? Right. But I'm just curious like would Matthew Stafford have been happy with the teams that the, the Packers placed around him compared to what De- Detroit did? I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm just something I'm thinking about. It, it's interesting. And it probably has no merit. <laughs> you know, I guess my only rebuttal to that is like, can Matthew Stafford make people that aren't fantasy, like aren't big caliber players relevant? I feel like we haven't really truly seen that. I think, yeah, Higby is a good example. I I think Higby could be a good tight end this year. If 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 Matthew Stafford makes Tyler Higby fantasy relevant, then he can make anyone fantasy relevant. Yeah, that that's my opinion because he obviously had Megatron. I mean, that was his own talent. He had Kenny G, which was decent. Wasn't true, crazy. True. You know, Detroit didn't do terrible. I mean, imagine Aaron Rodgers and freaking Megatron. My God. Sheesh, man. Uh, I mean, I've said this before. We had, we had a disagreement on a live stream uh, about Matthew Stafford. And I still, like, he's talented, but I think he, as of right now, I don't think he's, like, the most overrated player. But as of right now, this is absolutely the most important season of his entire career. Like, you either show us you are that player that you were supposed to be or... Hey, maybe you weren't actually that guy that we all thought you were going to be. I think I think for me it has to be not this year his second year. It's a, it takes it takes a long time to integrate no way. In, into into I mean not into the NFL but to a new team. This is his first Here's time. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This team goes 9 and 8 this year. It's not good enough. No one is going to care if they're 9 and 8. Everyone's going to be upset. No one's going to say, "Well, Give him another year. Let's kind of figure it out. No, because they were already a playoff team. They won a wild card game without you. The expectation is to make it to the Super Bowl. Is that a realistic expectation? Probably not. Right. But that is the expectation now on you. You know, this is the most important year of his life, in my opinion. Wow. I mean, when I when I first reactions, once again, we'll probably finish this conversation after this. But the first reaction is. I don't expect Matthew Stafford to win the Super Bowl. I expect him to make the playoffs and have a good, decent run to the Super Bowl. I don't expect him to win it out all in one year. I think that's a huge high expectation for him. Honestly, there's no reason for the Rams to have made that move and gotten rid of you know the draft capital they did if they didn't expect to be a Super Bowl team. This is a defense that's ready for the Super Bowl. The offense and the, and the coach is a Super Bowl coach. 
It's you are the missing piece. The reason we traded you, whether it's what people believe or not, is because we want to win a Super Bowl. Do you know what I mean? Like, would that be you don't the, make that trade to like go to the playoffs two years in a row. Would that you be make the that, same said for? I mean, I can't remember their specific outcome, but for for Peyton Manning in the Broncos when he when he went, absolutely a hundred thousand percent. It was you win a Super Bowl or you failed in Denver. A hundred percent. Wow. I mean, there's no question that that was absolutely the expectations. Well, I guess in my that, opinion, I think that I think come going into every year, then it's that's an expectations for for young, talented quarterbacks that are young, talented, high prospect quarterbacks that don't have yeah. the supporting cast around them. Totally. Um, well, you think about the Rams, right? They've already been to the Super Bowl. They didn't win it. Okay. And now because of Jared Goff, a lot of people believe they've kind of not been that tier of a team. So the only reason you move on from a guy who took you to the Super Bowl is because you think maybe this guy can do it. This guy can bring a Super Bowl. Uh, there's a timeline on this Rams team. Aaron Donald is 30 years old. They're not getting younger. They made this move because they want to win the Super Bowl now. That's their expectations in that building, for yeah, sure. It is. I mean, uh, it's interesting. I think for me, I'll give I'll give Sam Donald or Matthew Stafford two more years. Not this year, but the next year, it would count. 2023, for me, that's when it truly counts. Yeah. All right, man, you got everyone. You have one year under your belt. Let's go to the Super Bowl. Let's do I it. I guess the difference for me is you making a long, deep playoff run is the minimum. That's not, oh, good, great. Absolutely. That's, that's the, the minimum. minimum. I think that's the minimum for me. I expect them to go to the playoffs, not to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, but if you're not even in like the NFC championship game, you kind of failed as right. a team. I agree with that. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this. This is definitely different. You know, it's what we normally do, but we wanted to equip you with, you know, going into draft season. I think this was good. I don't know. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I'm interested to see the running backs. I think we have a lot of dif- disagreements with running back, wide receivers. Um, maybe we'll do tight ends. We'll see what happens. But we're actually really excited about this fantasy football, the NFL season. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all happening, baby. It's, it's coming together. Thank we of, are six subscribers away from 900 on YouTube, people. So oh if you want to help us hit 900 and then eventually a thousand, youtube.com slash fantasyland football. Come on, we're trying to hit affiliate as well on Twitch. Come on, twitch.tv slash fantasyland football. But, um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll probably see you tomorrow for running backs. See you there. See you there. Hey, yeah, you, the one listening to this podcast, you made a good decision today. Keep making those good decisions. You know what? Go ahead and do a little dance right now like no one's watching because you, you deserve it.